Leonie Dawson refuses to be categorised a podcast. Hi, Chicken Littles. Hello, hello. This is just going to be one of those episodes of entrepreneur in car doing school run and talking shit, talking shit. Like it's been a little while since I've done that, but who knows? Shocking memory. Thanks, ADHD. Um, hope you're all doing as well as can be expected in wild and woolly times. <laughs> I've just woken up for a nap. I'm feeling a bit drowsy. Um, I mean, that's not the things that you want to hear, like somebody driving a car, right? Oh, I just feel a bit drowsy. <laughs> it's just been a really eventful week plus week seven days plus um it's been pretty intense so let me walk you through some of the intensities um my kid currently goes to both my kids go to a small school um and we were planning for our eldest to attend this like the high school that's attached to it for next year um even though it was very very small um both our kids are really happy there so we're like okay we'll just keep them there and then last week my kid was like hey um I've decided I'm not going to that school and I'm going to go to this school instead and we're like oh okay wow yep okay that's exciting and then the day after that and like my kid just somehow I don't know she's like a she's just like a duck she manages to very easily like kind of swim out of situations that aren't her that aren't her jam I don't know if duck's the right word (laughs) but you know she looks really graceful on the surface and she's pedaling underneath and manages to um you know just put herself in the right place at the right time she's pretty amazing like that she's very intuitive like her daddy um anyway so we're like oh okay right so we went on you know had a little school tour of another school and then the next day um we got a shock announcement at um, the kids' school that the high school program was closing down because it was too small. Um, and so that's been just a bit of a, a shock for us because we've kind of centred our lives around this school for the last sort of three years, three and a half years. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's just a bit of sadness, I think, and disappointment shock of course because you're like oh shit like yep my kid has decided she wants to go to another school but we're kind of thinking well okay well at least she'll be able to have something to go back to if it sucks you know (laughs) if mainstream doesn't work for her um and now we don't have that choice and it's yeah and it's disappointing and we were really hoping as well that our um littlest kid who's only eight would be able to just do this kind of schooling the whole way through um and that won't be the case at this stage so it was kind of like whoa okay big big world change for us um I mean at the end of the day I think it'll be a positive change I I really hope it'll be a positive change it'll be an amazingly positive change um that would be so great um and I just feel like I really just don't want it to be a shit one you know just I really just don't want it to be a shit change um, and then over the weekend, got some really, really just sad and devastating news that one of my family members passed away suddenly. Um, and 
not not in my little unit but um you know somebody I have a, a lot of history with and um yeah it's just a really challenging situation especially since um our families are really um what's the right word not in good relationship with each other if you know what I mean um if anyone's out there who's no I'm not I wait, wait, I don't want to say anything publicly um but anyway it's just one of those very very dysfunctional things and it's really sad um and I wish things had been different um so yeah that's been a big one to work through I my husband's parents they have this kind of ritual that we've like we've continued on that we could carry on that tradition and teaching it to ours in that when someone passes away you go and make an offering at the water whether it's the ocean or a river um you know whether you put a flower in um and you just you know make blessings and prayers for their journey and you know give gratitude for their life um so that's what we did. I made up a little, I don't know, a medicine bundle of herbs from our garden that me and the girls have planted. And I wrapped it with some selenite, which is like, I, I always see it as like the angel's crystal. And we took it to the ocean um, and put it in there as, a, as an offering for my cousin. Um, yeah, really it's a big one and I, I personally haven't experienced having someone who was part of my childhood um, you know so much of my childhood passed away my brother passed away when I was a kid um, which was you know traumatic in its own way and this is a different experience again you know I'm nearly 40 and I've lost my first friend from you know those years and um, yeah, it's, it gives you all the big feelings, you know. Uh, and what else? Oh, and my sweet beloved husband. Um, he, uh, broke his tooth last night in half and they had to extract it this morning, the poor darling. And so he's off his, <laughs> he's off his sweet mind on codeine currently because, uh, it was a two-hour extraction this morning, and I'm like, oh, you poor love. <laughs> so painful. So, oh, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like big stuff, one after the other at the moment. It's just like, holy smokes, I'm a little bit relentless. And, you know, that feeling of like, the middle-aged feeling of like, oh, when do I get a breath of air here? Like, when does it like... When is it plain sailing where everything's cool? Like nothing's shitting its pants. Like when things are okay and I could maybe, just maybe, <laughs> make some fucking plans. <laughs> it's never, right? Like it's, it's just never. It reminds me so much of the book um, More Than a Woman by Caitlin, Caitlin Moran, um, the English author. And it's one of my very favorite books. I read it last year. It's one of the best books I've ever read in my life. And if you're a middle-aged woman, I highly, highly, highly recommend that experience. Um, and I ended up buying like a dozen copies of the book and giving it out to friends. And 
um, yesterday, one of my friends at school was like, oh, that book that you, you gave me last year, I just listened to a interview with Catelyn Moran on a podcast, I think it's called The New Thinkers, something, Academy, some shit. If you look up Catelyn Moran, More Than a Woman, you'll find something. <laughs> um, anyway, she was talking about, you know, as a middle-aged woman, it's hard to find like rare and brave and honest stories and memoirs of women in the thick of it and how she's so grateful for like the younger generation is writing you know these books about you know being 20s and early 30s and being messy and um, just going I don't know what the fuck I'm doing you know and she's like it's so great you know, and so exciting to see that. And I also want like the middle-aged stories of like, oh fuck, it's a mess and I don't know how to like do all this and yet I must fuck because I've got aging parents and children and things to just try and keep fucking afloat. <laughs> oh God. Oh. One thing I have been doing like the last few days and it's been somehow bringing me peace and healing um my husband was showing me on ancestry.com we use .com.au of course it's worldwide um but they had this new feature where if there's black and white photos on there you can colorize them you click a button and it does a little whirly gig for a couple of seconds and then it like brings it back to like being full color and it is like a magical fucking experience to like have like put in black and white old photos that you've always seen and suddenly see color photos it is so beautiful um and really healing and I realized like you know I know part of my family and sometimes it's hard for me to feel like I can do like you know ancestral healing or feeling like I've got ancestral support when I've had like really dysfunctional relationships with um you know kind of a a decent chunk of my family tree um and it's been really nice to kind of go and look at the other parts of my family tree and find photos that other people have uploaded there and then colorize them and there was some fucking magnificent looking humans and they just look so gorgeous and I feel like I can connect with their spirit um you know like my grandfathers um my maternal grandfathers had so many sisters and I never met any of them um and they just look so brilliant they look so fucking phenomenal and and just sassy and wild and spirited and I love that um and you know working back through the tree and um just seeing all these names and colorizing all the pictures and bringing them to life like it's actually been really beautiful and really healing oh and I also found my husband's um parents some of their um parents um who've who've passed away and I colorized their photos and I showed them and they were really really touched to see their parents um again because they've they've been gone for a really long time 
and really touched to see them in full colour. So that's been really beautiful. What a blessing. What a blessing. Um, I've also given myself ice train because I read eight books in a weekend, finished them all. <laughs> um, but I don't know, it sort of feels like it was worth it as well because uh, I read some fucking great books. So the first book I read was The Pursuit of Influence by Olivia Yallop. And it is phenomenal. Highly recommend if you're at all interested in like the online world and the history. Like it's more, it's not a how-to. It's not to, ha- oh. um, it's not how to break the influ- the internet, you know. Um, oh, it's not even called Pursuit of Influence. It's called Break the Internet in Pursuit of Influence. Sorry, just realized. Um, and stop radio. I don't need to hear from you. Break the Internet by Olivia Yallop. Um, so it's not about how to break the internet. It's not how to influence. It's more like a um, journalistic perspective of um, the birth of the internet, the rise of bloggers, you know, and I'm a blogger first and foremost, uh, and then social media and how um, businesses have um, worked with that um, and also like the real downsides of it and the conflict and um, it was fucking riveting. I had a highlighter and I was highlighting every single page. I just could not put the book down because it was that fascinating. So if you're a bit of an online nerd like me, you may find that a really good read. Um, I also read um, Unvaxes. No, Unvaxed. Vaccinated. No? What is it fucking called? Mm, it's by Diane Johnson and it's a crikey read. Crikey is an um, Australian independent journalist site. Um, it's something about unvaxxed or unvaccinated. Anyway, it takes like an Australian journalist. It's an Australian journalist and she takes a, that perspective and looks historically at how the anti-vaccination movement was created uh, what forces have kind of co-opted it um, and also like how it bloomed in COVID times. Um, and it was just really fascinating, especially like uh, some of the rhetoric that you hear now is rhetoric that was happening, you know, 150 years ago plus. Um, and, you know, and then it looks into the, the science about what backs up what. Uh, spoiler alert, I do want to be really transparent. I um, am pro-vaccination because I, for one, don't love childhood communicable disease. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but um, I get that it's, like, such a contentious topic. And for me, it actually definitely, like, helped me recognise um, what, what was, oh, like how to have more compassion and understanding for people um, who uh, are really worried about vaccines and how to stay in relationship with them so that they don't become kind of radicalised further. And also, you know, to keep relationships because relationships are really important. Anyway, so if you're interested in that kind of thing, I can really recommend that book. It's a very short read. Um, It's 
The Crikey Reads is a new um, imprint of Hardy Grant, which is an independent publisher here in Australia. And um, they have some more kind of micro books coming out shortly, including the rise of the Teal Independence. So I've already pre- pre-ordered that one. It was like it was there were books I could read in the space of a couple of hours and um, just gave a really great um, overview of stuff, really. Um, made me feel very well read afterwards, even if it did give me an enormous amount of eye strain. <laughs> right. Um, so, has there anything else been fascinating happening? Oh, we just did a scholarship round for um, Black, Indigenous, people of colour, people with disabilities, LGBTQIA plus community. Um and um really thrilled about that i think we've given over 150 scholarships um this round at least which is really lovely um and i love seeing all the new faces popping up in courses and things like that and getting so much out of them which is really awesome i'm trying to think of what i want to focus on next but then i look at my schedule for the last start of this year really and it's been hectic and I think I may just need to take like another month of not launching shit not launching nothing (laughs) regroup and you know tend to my creativity and all that kind of stuff um so that'll be really good and I think as well I like I definitely need to remember like I do need to go hang out with friends because it's probably been months and months (laughs) I totally forget no, no, I did do something like maybe seven weeks ago. <laughs> oh my god, that's not that long ago. That's not that long ago. Um, yeah, no, it's probably time. But I totally forget, and then I wonder why I just feel sort of like disenchanted and a bit dry and sad. And then I'm like, oh, that's right, because you haven't seen your friends in a really long time you haven't laughed and talked shit and you really need to (laughs) i'm like i have really low social needs so it's not like i need to see someone like every day or every week that would burn me out totally but like i'm so centered on being at home that i forget oh no i do need to leave the house i do need to go actually see friends so Mm, hot tip look the life coach of 20 years is telling you Sometimes friends are useful. <laughs> Sometimes it's a good thing. All right, I'm going to go collect my kid from school. It's been really nice to have a chat. I love you all. Thinking of you all. If you like this kind of shit, email support at leonidawson.com. Sometimes doing a podcast makes you feel like you're just like throwing crap out into the void and seeing what happens. Um, and sometimes it's really nice to hear a little voice go, I heard that and I liked it. And I go, oh, wow. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That's nice. Right, babes, stay rad. Um, I'll let you know how I go with continuing to nap hard. Napping hard. Is this midlife? Because I'm napping hard. All right, okay, bye. Love you, bye. You hang up. No, you hang up.